Hi guys, welcome to the seventh episode of the second season of the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast. I am so excited to be bringing this to you today. It was so much fun. I joined in a call with a new friend of mine from the Italian Alps, and we chatted all about the intricate details of Instagram. If you are trying to grow a brand, no matter what that might look like, whether you want to have a small brick and mortar shop of some sort in your neighborhood, or you simply want to be a content creator and that's really all your goal is, or if you have very specific products that you make and you want to sell online, um, whatever the reason that you want to grow your brand, I guarantee you understanding Instagram and growing an Instagram page is going to be a huge bonus for you. So I'm excited about today. Let's dive in. First of all, let me quickly introduce you to Vea Carpai. She runs the Instagram page Mas Del Saro. I will link to that in the show notes. And she's a mountain farmer in the Italian Alps. How cool is that? She's also a mom of three, a cook, an author, and a self-taught photographer. She grows veggies and she has sheep and chickens and bees, and she runs a really cool small farm restaurant that's open on the weekends there near her farm in the Italian Alps, where she cooks what the farm and the woods offer on any given week of any given season. Vea also has a wonderful book that you can purchase online and download all about sourdough. If you have wanted to perfect your sourdough baking, you really want to check this out. And with her own sheep and actually those of her neighbors as well, she actually um, cards and spins and naturally dyes the most beautiful yarn you have ever seen. So definitely check out what Vea is doing. And if you would like to see this episode, (laughs) I can't talk. If you'd like to see this episode instead of listen to it, you can do that as well. Um, I don't often do this, but when Vea and I got on our Zoom call, she said, oh, I can't see you. And suddenly I just really wanted to see her as we were talking. So I switched over to video and there we were, me in New England, her in the Italian Alps, chatting away all about Instagram. So if you'd like to watch instead of listen, the link is going to be in the show notes to my YouTube video that shows our conversation. Although I I should tell you that I literally like hopped in the car, rushed to my office. I was running a little late for our talk. I didn't even look in the mirror the entire day. And then I turned the video on and went, oh. (laughs) So anyway, I'm not like looking all pristine or looking my best, but that's okay. It was a really fun talk. So here we go. Without any further ado, let's dive in to Vea's six tips for growing your Instagram account. I'm Michelle Visser, author of Sweet Maple and creator of the blog and YouTube channel Solely Resting, because sometimes the only rest you can find is in your soul. Welcome back to the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast, where we talk about how to simplify our lives in the midst of modern day life, one step at a time. Let's do this together. 
All right. This season, we have been diving into behind the scenes of online content creation. And today I'm actually really excited because we're going to really narrow down our focus and we're just going to talk about one of the many different social media options that we've kind of been mentioning and bringing up here and there throughout the season. Because today we are going to focus on Instagram and I have with me Veya, who I am so excited is going to really help us dive deep into this topic. So first of all, our guest lives on a mountain farm in the Italian Alps and by Instagram, it just kind of blows me away that I have been able to connect with her and feel like, you know, I'm walking in the Alps with her and her children and I'm sitting beside her and spinning yarn or at least watching her spin yarn because I have no idea how to do that. <laughs> um, so Veya, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. So thank you to you for having me. I'm really excited about this. Well, I, I am too. Now, okay, there have been a lot of other social media platforms that have existed and that are still around today, but it doesn't seem to me, and maybe this is just me, but it doesn't seem that any of them have given us this immediate connection and this way of truly interacting with the folks who are following our life and want to know what we're doing on a daily basis. Why do you think that is? Do you have any theories on what makes Instagram really unique? Well, that's a very interesting question. And I've been thinking a lot about it because before uh, Instagram, I've been on Facebook for many years. Uh, I started on Facebook for the, you know, promoting the farm right. and what we're doing here. And, you know, I never, you know, for years, I, I was never really that much involved, I have to say. And then uh, when I started to, uh, to use Instagram, I was kind of skeptical, you know, I was like, okay, it's another social media, it will be the same. And, you know, it, it was just kind of business thing. Mm -hmm. But then I realized very, very fast, I realized that it was a completely different thing. And I, I my explanation for that is it, I mean, one of the possible explanations sure. could be that you know, on Facebook, you connect with the so-called friends. So the selection of people that are following you or that you are following uh, is based on who you know. And, and this group of who you know, it's uh, expanding via personal connections. But this doesn't guarantee uh, shared interests. I mean, friends of your friends of your friends. <laughs> do not necessarily share your interests. Mm -hmm. Where on Instagram, um, you don't necessarily meet friends, but the, the community um, is connected through personal interests. So I think that is why it's so much more interesting, at least in my opinion. And yeah. the community also tends to be wider and inclusive because of this shared interest uh, focus, I think. Great. I, I think that's a really great insight. Um, and that's true. You, you almost forget how Facebook, like when it first started, but yeah, it totally was just about who's your friend, right? Yeah. And Instagram, you're right. People go on there to see a lifestyle or to see a very certain topic that they want to know more about. It's, it is very different. You're right. Um, and also, you know, there's the hashtags. People try to use hashtags in other social medias, but Instagram, the hashtags really make a huge difference and can help people really find yeah, something they're interested in. Totally, totally. Because if you follow an hashtag, 
that's the way, I mean, me as a Instagram user, it's how I find new, uh, new feeds to follow. So for example, I'm interested in wool or spinning or, uh, you know, all these things that concern wool. So I just follow the hashtags and uh, I find new new people to follow, which are right. not necessarily my friends or friends of friends. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. And then thinking about it from the content creator side, it makes it so much easier, I feel, to interact with those people who are following you. Like there's a lot of people following you, Veya, who really want to know a little bit more. They see something you do and you don't give them the exact information that they were hoping for, they can really quickly just send you a short little message. And it's really easy for you to reply to them. I don't know why, but other platforms I feel like are chunkier. And for some reason, Instagram is very streamlined and easy to interact with people. And then they have all those great things on stories, you know, where you can always ask people a poll or you can ask them to vote on something or what do you call the bar where they can slide it? Is there a name for that? I don't know, <laughs> but there's so many ways that they can just interact really quickly. And then the great thing about the Instagram algorithm is once people have interacted with you like that, like, let's say I put up a really cute picture of my barn cats right now. I have the most adorable barn kittens in the world. <laughs> oh, they're so cute. Thank you. So but why do I say thank you? It's not like I can take credit for the fact that my cats are cute. I mean, <laughs> But anyway, you know, I put up a picture and I put that little slide bar and let's say a few hundred people slide it and say, my cat's really cute. Instagram then makes a note. Oh, that person likes something Michelle did. So let's show that person the next thing Michelle does, right? Something kind of like that. So it really is a useful platform, I feel like. Okay. So it's also very visual and Veya, your photos always get my attention. They are gorgeous. Do you think, oh, and then there was your reel, that first reel that you did. So artistic, beautiful about making yogurt, right? Yes. Yes. Well, do you think that someone has to be a professional photographer to really be good at Instagram? Because you, I I can't do pictures quite as great as yours. I don't think. (laughs) No, I, uh, okay. Um, yeah. Instagram was born as mainly a visual social media. It was born, you know, at the beginning, it was for photographers uh-huh. mainly to share their work. Uh, but even if today it's not so, uh, it's not that way so much, I think aesthetic is very important on Instagram. This doesn't mean you have to be a pro. Um, when I started, I didn't know a thing about photography, believe me. Wow. Uh, Good for you. I just had my phone and I took random pictures and then I started to understand that this aesthetic, uh, part was mm, kind of important. And I started to dive into it a little bit. And then I found out that uh, I had a new passion (laughs) (laughs) after a while. Uh Yeah, yes. But I think you don't have to be a pro or you don't have to buy a camera, you know, an expensive camera. I mean, nowadays, uh, phones are just as good as a a camera very often. Uh, What I think is that you have to um, spend some time to study a little bit how to get better from that point of view, which is not difficult. 
there are a lot of uh, feeds or um, uh, how do you call them? Um, hmm, that's my English now. It's that's um, okay. No, yeah, it's okay. Other Instagram yeah. pages that you can follow. Yes, you can follow and you know take a lot of inspiration and mm-hmm. you know just care a little bit about it. Uh, I think that's I think a really is- good point. I think the best yeah, way to so learn. The best yeah. way to learn is to follow people who are doing it the way you wish you could do it, right? And just really watch yeah. what they're doing and imitate it for sure. I think a lot of times with yeah. photography, yeah. two big things that people don't think about are the lighting. You have some very romantic lighting, the way that you style your photos. And I think angle, you know, a really unique angle instead of just the angle that you see it as an everyday person looking at it get down on your knees if you need to, you know, or move around and get a different view from where you yeah. typically would take the picture, if that makes sense. So just little things like that. Yes. And you learn it by following people like you. And, so. yeah. and there are so many photographers on Instagram that offer a lot of tips and a lot yes. of, uh, you know, or uh, yes. So, I mean, it's, it's not that difficult and it, it can really be a game changer. Definitely. I agree. I think on Instagram, it's so important to have that really great aesthetics, like you said. And I also think it helps. Do you, for me, before I post something, which makes it a little less um, quick, I guess, like, how do I explain this? Um, I will share something immediate as it happens in my life sometimes, but I don't just throw it up there. I'll go to my feed and I'll look, what did I put last? And how can I make this look good with what is already there. Does that make sense? Like, I'd like to have all the pictures kind of look nice when you go to look at the page. That is very important. So I have uh, a tip that uh, I'm sure a lot of people know already, Uh, but I use this um, gorgeous app that it's called Preview, Mm -hmm. uh, where you can, uh, you can, you know, kind of make a, a first try of your you have your own feed on the app mm-hmm. and you can you can put a new photo on it without posting actually you know actually posting it on, oh. on instagram and well, you see how i didn't know about whole... this so you're teaching me <laughs> that's awesome it's a very very good app and i find it incredibly useful definitely uh, because you know you have the whole of your feed which is the first thing that people see when they you know they get into you on instagram and that's the first thing they see the first nine photos yeah. that's what they see immediately and that is where they start they decide if they want to start the photo. Mm-hmm. so it's you know it's worth uh, to pay a little bit of attention and this app it's it's really uh it's really useful well, you just taught me something. I'm going to go check it out as soon as we're done recording. <laughs> so it's called Preview. Preview. Okay. Now I mentioned your first reel, that really artistic tutorial on making yogurt. Can you walk us through, there's more than just a reel. There's quite a few different options. If somebody is new to Instagram or even, you know, I was on Instagram a while before I even understood the different options. And of course, reels are all new. So can you kind of walk us through the different video options for someone who wants to start an Instagram, what their choices are for video? Yeah. Okay. Yes. There, there are a few on Instagram. The first one is IGTV. Uh, IGTV is when you want to post a video that it's longer than one minute. One minute is the maximum uh, allowed length for a video in the feed. 
So if you have a longer video, you can post it on the feed, but you people will be able to see only the first minute and then the rest will be on IGTV. Uh, that it's good for longer content. Um, where I think my personal feeling, this is very personal though, is that people are kind of less keen to watch on Instagram uh, longer, long videos, unless you're giving them very useful content, you know, I think very practical that need to go really deep in them. Uh, but in general, I think people tend to use more YouTube for that uh, purpose. Mm -hmm. uh, so I prefer to stick to the one minute uh, feed video. Okay. Um, and this brings us to uh, stories. So I use stories a lot, uh, probably because I tend to be quite instinctive when I communicate somehow. And stories are, well, very instinctive. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. you, you see something or you're doing something. And this is what I expect from people that I follow. So I try to give that as well. Yeah. Uh, that, that's what makes me feel like I am there with you, you know, tapping trees. <laughs> so, you know, yep. I get inspiration yep. from that. Mm -hmm. um, so, and stories allow you to share more truthful content, I think, you know, but more spontaneous. Yes. Um, I also especially, sorry, I don't want to interrupt you, but especially given what we were just saying that when you're putting something on your feed, you want to be a little more careful and you want to think it through that it looks good with your overall content, but a story, you can just throw it up there. It doesn't matter if it goes with anything else you've done and it's only yeah. there 24 hours. So if it looks really bad, they're only going to see it for 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's okay. I mean, yes, I like, I, I'm, I kind of do a mix of it, you know, mm -hmm. I make very spontaneous stories and sometimes when I want to share, um, uh, useful content, let's say a, a recipe. Mm -hmm. So if you want to, to share uh, a, a recipe, I usually make a step-by-step -step story. So I think that it's useful also for our followers because on an EGTV um, video, you cannot stop the video and go back later. I mean, you, you don't find the, where you stop. You have to start again all over mm -hmm. again. But in stories, you can just stop there and say, okay, I'll finish that later on. So they can come back. And it's a kind of helps you to be very um, concrete, you know, step by step, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. Mm -hmm. And uh, on, I always, uh, it's always remember though, to save these kind of stories in highlights. That's very important, especially yes. when you're giving you know, a, a practical content. And that's another feature of Instagram that really sets it apart, the highlights that yeah. you can, even though these stories only last 24 hours, if you're, if you're doing something really useful that you want people to be able to refer to again and again, you save it as a highlight. So I love that feature. Yeah. Okay, so you told us about IGTV and yeah. stories. Then we have the lives. Mm -hmm. So uh, during the pandemic, lives have seen an incredible increase. Yes. I mean, here in Italy, everybody was doing lives. Uh, we were all stuck at home and we wanted, you know, to share as much as possible and have a feeling of being together. Uh, I 
personally have made or I was hosted in three or four lives. Uh, I love the immediate uh, feedback coming through comments and it's really nice to share practical skills through lives. But as I said before about IGTV, I really do prefer stories mm -hmm. because, you know, they give me more, you know, also more than time to interact with people. So in live, you are there, you are there for that amount of time and people are writing you while you're talking. So you have to be, you know, very concentrated because uh, you want to go on with what you have to say, but you also have to interact. And that happens okay. at the same time. It's stressful. So <laughs> it's kind of stressful, yes. Yeah. Very nice way, you know, in that case, you are yourself with no filters, right. no nothing you know yeah. no post-production just you <laughs> and your followers yeah but yes uh it's interesting i tend not to overuse it yeah it is interesting if somebody wants to try a live one little tip i will give if you have a family member who likes helping you who doesn't mind showing their face on your instagram who maybe wants to even be a part of it for some reason it's really helpful if you're going live to have somebody with you because they can be reading the comments and they can be noticing the ones that they know you definitely want to react to, if that makes sense. And they can bring up those comments and you can keep going on with your point and what you're teaching or what you're talking about. So that's just one little thing I've learned that does help yeah. a little bit with lives. That's a very good idea. I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to that about that. To my, to my <laughs> And then we go to the last one and the newest, that it's Reels. Yes. So, yeah, I'm also pretty new about uh, Reels. Uh, in general, they're having a big success because IG, I think, created them to yes. compete with TikTok. So exactly. Totally. No doubt about that. No secret. Yeah, no <laughs> and secret. because of that, IG, Instagram, they really want it to become popular. So if you're making a reel, they are much more likely, their algorithms are much more likely to share your reel to a broader audience. So that's why we're seeing so many people doing them because they know it's getting more views. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, this is why also the algorithm is, is set to give them more visibility. Uh, yeah, that said, I'm aware that my reels are more like short videos. <laughs> yeah. You know, yes, I like to make videos. So I share them either as videos or reels. Um, uh, you know, but we always have to keep in mind that, you know, I am 45 years old. <laughs> So, and my, my... There's a learning curve, right? Yes, <laughs> yes. But that is also, um, I mean, I think we always have to be very aware of who our followers are mainly. So in my case, uh, I am pretty uh, sure that my, my followers are general, I mean, most of them are women. And, uh, you know, probably more or less my age. So I think reels, uh, you know, made in the proper way as they have to be done, like, you know, like the TikTok style, 
um, are more, I think, attractive for uh, younger a younger audience. I agree. Uh, so yeah, so I'm trying to use reels, but still, you know, in my style. So and yeah, yes. So um, do you find maybe because of some of those things we were just talking about or other reasons that do you find Instagram, I think you've already answered this really, is it your favorite platform to interact with people? And what about it would you say is the most appealing thing? Like this is why it's my favorite. Oh, yes. No, absolutely. Uh, it's it's my, I, I have to say, I have to confess that I gave up Facebook months ago. <laughs> so it's your only one. Okay. Yeah. Yes, it's my only one at the moment. Uh-huh. Uh, because, yeah, I felt it wasn't my place. So I didn't feel comfortable there. Uh, uh-huh. I've never felt. And, and then when I found out how comfortable I felt on Instagram and how wonderful relationships I was building there, either, you know, professional and uh, new friendships, I decided, okay, that's my place. Yeah, yeah, I am on Instagram, both as a creator and as a follower of other feeds. So um, I think the important thing is never to forget that it is a social network. And Instagram really stressed that very much. Mm -hmm. Uh, So being uh, really uh, and truthfully active on Instagram, sharing and not being afraid of finding out new things, it's what really can boost your creativity there. Um, I agree. So, yeah, embracing really the the community and... um, mm, And it's good for us older people to keep us active. You know, I mean, it really does make you learn something new and that gets me excited. Oh, I figured this out. I can do this, right? (laughs) Me too. too. That was a thing about reels. You know, I went to my husband and I, you know, we just started making videos and I told him, okay, now we have to make reels. (laughs) (laughs) I love it that your husband is helping and supporting. I love that. Yes, yes, he's the one who is, uh, you know, um, like um, processing the videos. You know, I'm okay. filming. Now, does he not like to be in front of the camera? Because we don't see him. No, no, no you know, no. before we started recording, we were talking about some previous episodes, and we were talking about Kate and venison for dinner. I think she was. I think she might have been episode two. I should have looked that up in this series. Yeah, um, yeah. Was she? Was she two? Okay. Um, and Kate and I were talking about husbands and spouses and for her and I both, and maybe more so for yours, they don't want to be in front of the camera, but the few times they got in front of the camera willingly, our audiences were like in love with getting to know them. You know, they they wanted to know more. And every time we do show their face, our audience is like, we want to know him. Tell us about him. (laughs) So maybe you can convince your husband to show his face a little bit. I'm sure people would like to meet him. <laughs> yes, and then he has this great beard, you know, like he looks really like the typical alpine. Yes, girl. I think and I saw him planting, was it tomatoes? You did show him setting up a garden. Yes, he was He was building up the, the tunnel. Yeah, yes, the, the yes. So you yeah. like beards way off topic. You're, you like men and beards? Very much. You know, sometimes See? he threaten us, the whole family. Oh, you know, I'm going to cut my beard. And we all say, no, don't, please. (laughs) Well, don't tell Bill because Bill and I have this big debate every winter here in New England. All men, I'm pretty sure at least 85% of men 
grow a really long straggly beard. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't mind it if he kept it trimmed, but he just likes to let it go all winter long. And I have this little debate with him all winter that I can't wait till spring is here. So just last week he trimmed his, he shaved his beard off actually. And I was very happy. (laughs) So I'm not going to tell Bill that you liked, that you like beards. I'm just not going to tell him. Okay. okay, So we have a couple more things I wanted to make sure I asked you. First of all, big pages on Instagram, like, you know, the really big guys, they get paid really big money for sponsored content. Now the good ones will never take sponsored content. That isn't something they authentically genuinely love. So I want to make sure I make that clear, but if you are really great at Instagram and you have a big following, there is really good money to be made and it can be made very authentically and genuinely. And let's face it, we are putting a ton of time as content creators into this content creation that we're putting out there. And and sure, we're doing it because we love doing it, but it definitely takes time. So if you can build it up to the point that it's actually an income, then you really have a job that you love that is supporting your family. So it's a great thing. Um, but it takes a long time usually to get that size, unless something viral and crazy happens. And all of a sudden, you know, you're there, but so in the meantime, you know, before you're to that size that you get paid thousands of dollars to show your audience a really great product. Um, how have you, like, have you figured out some ways now to monetize your Instagram? Cause like I said, you're putting a lot of time into it. So if there's a way to figure out how that platform can bring in some income, huge bonus, right? Yeah, so definitely uh, I have been monetizing Instagram and what I want to say, and this is something that I'm very happy to say, and I stress it also with a lot of my farmers colleagues that, you know, they think it's kind of sometimes they have a prejudice and they say, oh, it's a waste of time. It's not. It's not even with very small numbers, because the important thing is not how big your following is but is how truthful and how um and how much do they trust you so even with a small follow uh you can really um you know make uh, make good uh income out of it okay i will make an example so it's my example awesome yes we have a farm restaurant so when I, every time I work on Instagram, I always keep in mind, what is my final goal? Aside from, you know, getting to know new people and inspiration, that's another thing. But talking business, what is my final goal? My final goal is that people come and people want to come and spend time in my restaurant and eat at my restaurant. So, which is, you know, as you can understand, it's not that easy. It's easier to sell something, you know, Uh, but I have to make people, you know, get their cars and come and sit. Right. Right. So that's not easy. And I, I started to see just after a while I was using Instagram, I started to see that, you know, very fast, I was asking, I always ask new, new clients, you know, what did you hear from us? And uh, why, how did you find out about us? Because mm-hmm. we're really, really very, you know, we're not on the main road, actually. Yeah, I'm sure. And a very good yeah. thing, just to pause, that's a really good thing, no matter what business you're in, to ask people exactly that. Because yeah. if you know how they found you, you can keep yeah. doing that and focus on that. 
Exactly. So I and the, the the answer started to be more and more, oh, I follow you on Instagram. And then after a while, I started to have people coming from, you know, quite far towns from here just because they were following and they wanted to know us in person. I love uh, it. So that was, you know, really such a an exciting thing. It is every time I'm so excited, you know. When, when people tell me, I follow you on Instagram and, you know, I came to your restaurant because I love your word. I, I, you know, what they're telling you is I trust you. I trust what you're telling me and I like what you're telling me and I want to be there in person. Yes. So, and this started, this, I, I cannot stress this enough. This started with really small numbers. I would say even with 2000 followers, I already started to see that. I love so it. I kept on going and it's growing and growing. So, yeah. I love it. And I also think we should point out to people that obviously a lot of your audience has no way of coming and sitting in your restaurant. I have no way of doing that. I couldn't afford the plane ticket, right? <laughs> but who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Someday, yes. I'm going to make it a goal someday. <laughs> um, but, and you can come to New England to our farm and meet our pigs and our barn cats. And <laughs> I'd love to. Um, so I want to point out though, that as you're growing, it's okay. If maybe even 80% of your followers can't actually come sit in your restaurant, those followers are helping you with your goal. Because again, back to that Instagram al algorithm, um, if the more followers you have, the more they're going to show not just to new people possibly, but to your current followers. Like as you grow, they see value in what you're doing. Well, if she has 10,000 people following her, she's doing something valuable, right? Mm -hmm. So the people that can come to your restaurant are more likely to see your content simply because you've been growing your followers. Yes, yes, so. definitely. That's absolutely. That's why also I choose this double language feed, which is not that common. Uh, I have a feed in two languages, in Italian yes. and English. Because, you know, I, I cherish so much my uh, English speaking followers. And I so. love that you do that. I love it. And sometimes I like watching you in Italian just because it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, not that I can understand a daggone word you're saying, but <laughs> um, so anyone that's been on Instagram for a little while and they're trying to build their reach, um, they will probably tell you that Instagram can be difficult. They, they, they are always kind of changing the rules. Um, <laughs> And sometimes it's confusing for all of us, I feel like. So can you enlighten us just a little bit about maybe the current Instagram algorithms or any other tips or tricks there? Okay, yes. It's it's not only, you know, that we don't understand. I think very often we don't really know and nobody knows how this, uh, this is working. We can't. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. yeah, nobody knows it. It's just... Yeah. I see very often debates on, uh, you know, among um, also big influencers on what is going on because, you know, they see numbers that are changing. So it's, it's, a, it's yep. a big, it's a big deal every, uh, all the time. Yep. But there is, on my uh, experience, uh, there is one thing that we all should keep in mind that it's the most important thing, I think, that it's engagement. So, uh, the more you interact, as, as, you, as we were saying before, the more we interact among each other and the more we interact with our followers and the more we are likely to be seen. So 
this uh, I I see it as a good thing because you know as we said before this is a social network so social network both these words in fear that we need to share so sharing uh, in all the ways possible so it's very important for example to answer the comments that's very important you know sometimes yes. I see kids with very nice comments but no answer yeah. and yeah that is you know it's not nice first of all because you know people take their time to comment on something that you did so I think you should take your time to you know say a thank you but aside from that uh, it's also a matter of being seen because the more you interact the more the algorithm you know ranks you higher yeah. So, yeah, and that it works also for stories. Um, so you should always answer comments, answer DM. Uh, you should always comment feeds and posts that speak about you. And another very important thing is to repost in your stories if someone tags you in theirs. That it's very, very important. And, and tag others if you're talking about yeah. So, you know, you see the network always work in real life and on Instagram. And the yes. algorithm is always, you know, rewarding this. Yes. And it all comes down to all those things that you said, all very good points. And I, I just want to reiterate in case anybody mentioned it. I mean, in case anybody missed it, because you gave so many great points in like 30 seconds there. Even those private things, when people are just messaging privately, I mean, I couldn't not respond anyway, because... I'm just, I'm like my dad, my dad, like never met a stranger and love talking to anybody. And I find it fascinating that I can be like having this conversation with somebody across the world in a little, in a little text on my phone. I just, I absolutely love it. And I feel like I know all these people that send me messages. I mean, I've never met them, but I feel like I know them, you know? So I couldn't imagine not replying, but that is something if you're concerned about your algorithm and you're trying to grow your page, that is definitely something that I don't know if people realize that if you just leave messages, sit there, Instagram realizes you're doing that. And they're like, well, if that person's not interacting with their followers, it's not a big page, you know? So, um, all really great points. Um, I feel like maybe I cut you off. Did I cut you off there? I'm sorry. No, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Okay. So you've given us lots of great tips and I, I love the way that you've pulled us into what you're doing and shown us that, um, you had mentioned that one of your biggest goals is to get people to your restaurant, but I know you also have a few other products and you will sometimes show us your beautiful yarn and people realize they can actually purchase your yarn from your amazing, is it pronounced Mazo? Mazo, yeah. Mazo, which is yeah, the, good. You're the, <laughs> the local Italian word in your community that essentially can be translated to homestead. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. So in the mountains, a homestead in the mountains. Um, so people can order this gorgeous yarn from your sweet Mazo through Instagram. Like that's so cool. Um, so tell us, you know, how they can do that. And this other amazing product, I know that they can purchase a really amazing, um, would you call it ebook about sourdough? Yeah. So tell us about that. Yes. Uh, yes. Last year we opened up, um, a little e-shop 
so where we sell um, our wool, which is, uh, well, it's a big passion of mine. And then, you know, we, we breed sheep and so we make uh, our our own wool and yeah we sell it on our e-shop you can find the link on the link in bio in in my instagram feed mm -hmm. <laughs> obviously yeah uh, yeah and uh and yes and then uh there is also this okay i wrote a book about sourdough but you know so far unfortunately it's only in italian and german but if but anybody is following or listening to this and they happen to speak italian and german they can definitely get a copy of this gorgeous book in english it's it's translated to it's called my sourdough and yeah. can they also find that just by going to your instagram Oh yes, yes, yes. Okay. They can they can find it uh, through through the link in bio as well. Okay, and then tell us about the ebook. Yes, and then I wanted to have something you know smaller and that I could translate myself in English. So there is this is a, um, a PDF. I call that bread pattern. Uh, so you can buy this booklet, which is like seventeen pages, and there is um, a part where I tell how to make sourdough from scratch, and then a very detailed uh, recipe for, uh, for uh, everyday bread. So awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So people, isn't it crazy in today's modern technology here, we're going to sound really old when I say this, but in today's modern technology, people can just click yeah. a link, just electronically send a few dollars over to Veya in the, in the Alps and, and get this amazing book instantly that tells them all about how Veya makes sourdough. So I absolutely Love it. So people need to check that out. Okay. We're going to wrap up now. You've given us so much advice. You can, you can reiterate, or you can throw something new out there, but if you had to give somebody just a basic encouragement and a, a really great tip, if they really want to grow their Instagram, they really would love to have a following there. What would you tell them? Okay. First of all, I think it's very important to ask yourself very deeply why you want to build a follow. That's very important. There is no right answer here, uh, but it's very important to be aware what is your purpose. And that can change over time as well. I mean, it doesn't have point. to be. Definitely. I mean, it's changed for me many me times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But this will make your communication more efficient and, you know, more, more, Mm, yeah, more effective. Yeah, more effective. And it also will give you more of a reason to, to do it. It gets yeah. you more excited about it, right? Exactly. Yeah. And in any case, you know, I have two personal golden rules. Okay. <laughs> that first one is always to be truthful and sincere. Mm -hmm. It does that doesn't mean that you have to share everything of your yes. life. You know, <clears throat> you decide which areas you want to share, yes. but those areas you have to be really truthful um good point in fact because, yes because when for example in my case and here i'm talking also to people that have small businesses like mine then when you know followers become clients eventually uh, they have to find what they have seen yeah you know that's very important yeah so be truthful be sincere and always you know describe what they will see, they will find. And this yes. is very important. So there yes. is no misunderstanding there. Definitely. And another thing for me, it's very important, you know, take a little care on the aesthetic of, of it. Mm -hmm. uh, so 
Definitely. Yeah. I love it. Very good point. So make sure what you're doing looks good and make sure that it's sincere. Yeah. I love it. Vaya, this has been so much fun. I have really, I, I, I'm honored that you brought me into your little Mesa today. Meso. Meso? See, I said it wrong that time. Maso. <laughs> Maso. <laughs> that you brought me into your Mazo today, that you let all of us join you and you gave us these really great tips and you got us thinking about some really important things if people want to grow their Instagram. Thank you very much. I am honored to be here and it was so exciting to talk to you, you know, uh, so far. <laughs> away. <laughs> yes. Yes. And you know what? Let's give one last little shout out to how we met. If people have not yet followed yeah. Homestead Mamas over on Instagram, that's a great way to connect with like-minded ladies who care about some of the incredible passions that we are interested in. And that's where you and I met because both of us had had the privilege of um, doing takeovers. And now you, what, what is your official title? Sorry, what is, what, what do you call yourself on Homestead Mamas? Like, are you, I don't, I don't know. You're on there regularly now. Is that it? You, oh, you're a regular? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Sorry. Yes. I'm a, yes. I have a monthly um, contribution. Okay. So yeah. A monthly every, contributor. Okay. A monthly contributor. Yes. yes. Every, so everybody listening, if you'd like to get to see um, Veya, not only on her own page, but through this other group, please go follow Homestead Mamas. It's a great group. Yes, totally worth following them. It's well, thanks amazing. again, Veya. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you, Michelle. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the talk with Veya as much as I did. And given the language barrier and that English is, I believe, probably her third language, um, she did an amazing job of really conveying some really great tips for us. And I hope that it was useful for you. I want to give a shout out to today's listener. It is TL Vineyard. And they say, I have loved your podcast. And the whole idea of simple doesn't mean easy. It definitely takes work to have a simpler life. And that's in quotes. But the reward is worth all the hard work. I look forward to hearing more. Well, thank you, TL Vineyard, and I'm really glad you're here, all of you. If you would like to leave a review, please go over to um, iTunes. I'm told, I just have been told this week by a few different people that apparently it's hard to find this second season there. I have no idea why. I'm going to reach out to my streaming platform and see if I can figure it out. But in the meantime, if you would like to go to solelyrested.com slash podcast, there is a link there directly to iTunes where you can listen to any of the episodes. Of course, you can also catch the Simple Doesn't Mean Easy podcast on any of your favorite platforms that you like to listen to podcasts. Um, what else did I want to tell you? The I know that Vea gave us a lot of tips and it wasn't really in a one, two, three kind of format. So if you'd like to see those laid out, the six tips, you can go to solelyrested.com slash create. There you will find Vea's six tips as well as all the great information from all the, se- I was going to say seasons, from all the episodes in this season so far. Of course, you can also check out the show notes, which will give you a link to what I'm talking about. 
So again, solelyrested.com slash create for all the links of this entire season. Solelyrested.com slash podcast for show notes and links to other places where you can listen and follow along. And don't forget solelyrested.com slash coupons where I am continually updating with lots of great deals. There's three or four new ones there since our last episode. So be sure and check it out, solelyrested.com slash coupons. And that's it for today. I hope that everything is absolutely fantastic in your neck of the woods.